A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. On the sixth Sunday of Easter, Father reminds us how to find peace in the midst of difficulty. Unless we happen to grow up living in a cave, practically every person alive probably identified without much effort, at least one person on a regular basis tends to invoke in us some type of negative response. I'm guessing most of us would not have to think for very long if we were to ask the question, can you name someone whose behavior, lifestyle, or choices tends to anger us, frustrate us, causes bitterness or irritation, some other feeling that is less than positive. I notice you're all looking at me right now. We've all been in a situation where some person has done something, said something, or even thought something, and our initial reaction is to either bang our own head against a wall in frustration, or more often the case, we want to pound their head against a wall in anger or irritation. I've lost count of how many times since I've been a priest I've heard somebody say they can't watch the news or read the paper because it just gets them too upset and angry. So it's better to not know what's going on than continually being upset. Perhaps it's some self-righteous politician who thinks it's the standard for moral behavior and trying to tell the world how to live. Or maybe some obscenely paid professional athlete who wants to use their platform to try and act like a disposed person for the downtrodden and the poor. Maybe it's an actor or singer who cares less about entertaining and more about spreading their opinion to everybody with the unfortunate of having to listen to them. The unknown person who wants to become known by committing mass murder. The business executive who gets paid 100,000 times more than the average employee makes bad business decisions. The talk show host who thinks they have a right, or talk show host who thinks they have a right to pass judgment on anybody who doesn't think like they do. But it's more than just people that are in the news or on television. There's people we deal with on an everyday basis who tend to cause us irritation, frustration, anger. The co-worker who refuses to do their job but gets paid as much or more than we do. The customer service representative who we waited 20 minutes to talk to on the phone and says they can't help us and then disconnects us and then we want to transfer us to somebody else. The ever thoughtful driver who waits the very last minute to get over into the lane that's moving and cuts you off, causing you to spill your coffee in your lap. The people who drive 40 miles an hour down the streets of Carrollton, barely pausing at the stop signs with the muffler that doesn't work. 
family who has kids. We think the church is a playground and their personal coloring book. The neighbor who plays music too loud at midnight or doesn't take care of their lawn. The relative who is always being a burden on the family and getting into trouble all the time. The family member who's walked away from the Catholic faith. The friend who ignores us when, other, when others are around. The priest who talks too long in his homilies. The pastor who does not pastor the way we like. The deacon who will not show up on Saturday evening mass if he's got a construction project going on. Just kidding. The spouse who won't listen or do their chores, the child who constantly disobeys, and the list goes on and on. And it's not just people that irritate us and frustrate us, it's circumstances. Traffic, the red lights, the weather. There's so many things that we're constantly being irritated about in life. And the question is, why? Why do all these circumstances, these people, these events, these things, cause us so much irritation? In our Gospel today, Jesus told his disciples, My peace I leave you, my peace I give you. He says, But it's not as the world gives it, do I give you peace. The world seems to think that peace is simply an absence of conflict. And his attitude is, you do your thing, leave me alone, I'll do my thing, and I'll leave you alone, and somehow we're going to all get along and everything's going to work out great. That's not peace. It doesn't work. Especially when your thing tends to conflict with my thing. The peace that Jesus is talking about has nothing to do with lack of conflict, it has nothing to do with lack of irritation, it has nothing to do with lack of things that frustrate us. It has to do with the ability to overcome these and not respond to them as we tend to. The peace that Jesus gives is the ability to deal with these situations and not get so irritated and frustrated and angry and upset. Because one, we have no right to, and two, it accomplishes nothing. In my six years of being a priest, can you take a guess at what the number one sin is that I hear more than any other sin? Any guesses? What's that? The Lord's name in vain. I'm not sure who you're hanging around with there, pal. Anyways. The number one sin that people complain about committing is impatience. I hear over and over and over again, whether I'm at this church or somebody else, I get so angry about what's going on. I have no patience to deal with what's happening. My kids are doing this. My spouse is doing this. My parents are doing this. My priest is doing this. My neighbor's doing this. The politicians are doing this. I just get so upset and irritated. And the question again is why? Why do we let those things get to us? Yes, when people are doing the things that they're not supposed to do, natural response is a little bit of anger. But why do we respond in anger? Why do we let it upset our own peace? Why does it cause us so much turmoil? We all know that patience is a virtue, right? Right. Well, if patience is a virtue, that means impatience is a vice. 
big deal if we get irritated because somebody else is doing something we don't like. Believe it or not, impatience is one of the greatest sins that we commit in a hidden way because it stems from one thing, pride. We think that the world should operate the way we want it to and everything should function so that our life is comfortable and we should never be bothered. How many of us like sitting in traffic? Nobody. But almost every one of us has driven down 71 at some point been in traffic, right? Right. And as soon as you hit that traffic, your first mind is, this really stinks, you get upset, you're wondering, who's the dumb driver that probably did something stupid and got into an accident, or what's going on here? Why do the construction workers put all these barrels out? We haven't seen them in six days. And we get angry. However, we only get angry when we're on the side of the highway, but we're stuck in traffic. How many of us get irritated when we're on the other side of the highway that's flowing and we look at the other side of six months, six miles back and we're thinking, thank God I'm not in that line, but the traffic doesn't bother us, does it? It's only when we're inconvenienced, when our life is disrupted, that suddenly the injustices of the world matter. And that's thinking that somehow the world should always cater to us. That people should behave the way we want them to behave. The world should operate the way we want it to operate. We should think that every time we go to a red light, it should turn green for us. We think that people should behave the way we want them to, and people should do the right thing. The problem with everybody having their own way is we don't all think alike. And if we all get our own way, it's even driving us even greater crazy because we've got everybody in conflict with each other. Do you think God likes the way we operate? Do you think Jesus is sitting up in the heavens going, Oh, you guys are so good all the time, and you're always listening to me, and you're always being good to each other, and you're always being obedient, and everybody's doing the right thing? No. He's up there wanting to bang his head against the cross because we're never doing always the right thing. And yet he never responds to irritation, frustration, bitterness, or anger. Even though everything we do wrong hurts him on a continual basis. Because he has a peace within him. And you know why he has a peace? Because he knows that the victory in this whole situation of life has already been won. He knows there's something greater out there, and he doesn't worry about the little particulars in the meantime because he's already achieved for us salvation, and we just simply refuse to see the end goal. We're so focused on what's happening in our life right now, we forget to realize that guess what, everybody? This is the Easter season. Jesus beat sin and death. If we just simply stay true to him, we're going to be in the heavens where there will be no more traffic. You're not going to have to wait in line behind one of the other saints to get in. It doesn't work that way. You don't call heaven and get a bad customer service rep. It doesn't happen that way. When's the last time you ever talked to Mary and she said, I'm going to put you on hold? It doesn't happen. How many of us have ever played a game and got really upset because we were losing really badly in the game? Whether we're playing cards or a board game or something, or we're watching TV and our favorite team is losing, because they're doing bad life, we get really angry or irritated. Any of us? Okay, all of us do. Let's face it, we don't like to lose games, right? No matter what kind of game it is.
playing golf, their balls constantly going up in the water, flying off, sometimes we get angry, we're folding and it always goes to the gutter. We're trying to do this or that, whatever. The point is, we play games to have fun, but we get angry and irritated because we're not winning. However, what if Jesus came down in the middle of your game and said, you know what? I just want to tell you a little secret. You're going to win, and you're going to win big. So don't worry about anything else that happens in between. How many of you would care what happens before the end of the game? Nobody. You'd simply accept whatever comes your way because you know you've already won the game. Think about that. If you knew your team was going to win, you wouldn't care how many times they messed up. So you wouldn't be angry. So why do we get upset with the little problems that happen in life? It doesn't matter if some politician is doing something stupid. It doesn't matter if some neighbor is doing something we don't like. It doesn't matter if our kids aren't always listening. Why do we let that bother us so much? The victory has been won. This is just a game. Steps being played out in between. Jesus says, I give you my peace. And that's the ability to say, whatever comes my way, I can deal with it. Not by accepting the bad stuff in life, by overcoming it. But being able to recognize that, you know what? We're going to deal with conflict. We're going to deal with bad people. We're going to deal with irritating priests. We have to deal with it every day. But it doesn't mean it has to disrupt your own heart. We have no right to dictate how the world's going to operate. Only God does. We are just called to accept whatever happens in our life and to deal with it in a loving response. That's the peace that He's given. And you know what? That peace is possible if we simply stay connected to Him. He tells us, I will send you my Spirit to teach you everything I've taught you. The Father and I will dwell within you if you simply listen to me. The reason we don't have peace in our hearts when these things happen is because we have not allowed ourselves to be open to the grace of God. It's there. It's flowing. We just need to take it. Jesus never once responded to anybody because he was irritated because they didn't do what he wanted. He always responded in love and what was best for them. And he does the same thing for us. It's possible for us to do that as well. You've probably heard me say this before, but I'm going to remind everybody of it again, and I'll probably say it again in another couple of months, especially considering the fact of what's going on in our world today. We've all complained about our politicians. Every one of us have. If every time we had complained about our politician, we had instead said a prayer, if every faithful Catholic, just the faithful Catholic, not even talking about anybody else, if every faithful Catholic, every time they complained about a politician, had said, offered a prayer for the conversion of work, within three months, it would not be a politician who was doing the wrong thing. That's what peace does for us. It drives us to respond in a way that is loving and good. And it brings calmness to our hearts. Instead of getting angry, we use this opportunity to be loving and generous. And that peace is here. It's ours. You don't have to go looking for it. People keep saying, God, give me more patience. He said, I've already given you everything to be patient. You're simply not using it. 
Turn it on. I want to make a real challenge to every one of you. The next time you're in a situation where you find yourself getting irritated or angry or frustrated or whatever it might be, like now, because I won't shut up, I want you to think about how you can respond in love in that situation. And I want you to do that thing just one time, and I'll guarantee it. Whatever you're feeling impatient about will go away. Just try it one time and you'll see. Because love conquers everything, including our impatience. Jesus confident, we can too. The world's not going to operate the way we want. It does not operate the way God wants. But He always responds in love. We should try it. We'll be amazed at what can happen.